This is part two of six beautiful pictures of us. And we were talking about God's grace and mercy, how he brought us through living each moment, Lord, because of you. And I want to thank you. And I want to praise you too for your grace and mercy brought me through. Oh, justice demanded that I should die. But grace and mercy said, oh, no, not I. I've already paid the price. You see, I was blind. Oh, but thank God, now I can see. And it was all because your grace and mercy came and rescued me. Ha <laughs> ha, my, 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 my. Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living each moment because of you. Now, Lord, I want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Just at the time when I thought that I would drown, you reached out your hand and calmed the ocean down. And now I can say, thank God, the waters did not swallow me. Oh my God, what a beautiful picture. You see, this just didn't start all the way back to biblical times. It was the same. Look at the Apostle Peter. Matthew 26, 31 through 33. Then Jesus told them this very night, Peter was bragging about how he loved the Lord Jesus Christ, how he would never leave him, how he would never forsake him. And he was like, who is it, Lord, that, that's turned their back on you and all this stuff? And Jesus said, Peter, this very night, you will fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But Peter, after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if I fall away, Lord, on account, I will, I, oh no, Lord, not me. I never will, <laughs> my Lord. And then in Luke 22, 33 through 34, Peter said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. The rooster will not crow this day until you deny me three times that you don't know me. Can I, can I tell you like I'm on the street? Peter, get out of here with that. Now, you might not know it, and I done told you, and you ain't listening. But you will deny me three times before the rooster even crows. So please. Oh, how hurt and how bitter Peter must have been because it sure enough came true. He cried. I mean, he cried. God told me. Jesus told me and look at me. And, and, and look, it was so bad. If you go back and check the scriptures, they came to him and they said, hey, wasn't you with him? And Peter said, no, not me. <laughs> not me. Mm-mm. -mm. And then they came to him again a few minutes later and they said, you look just like one of them dudes. I know you was with him, Peter. Said, I told you I wasn't with him. And then they came again a couple of minutes later. And this time Peter cussed. He said, listen, you son of a so-and-so, blankety-blank mobile. I told you I wasn't with him. Now get on out of here. Wow. That's why he felt so bad. Mm, 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 mm. 
And Peter saying to himself, how could I do this? Peter's spirit was crushed. Have you sinned so bad sometime? And you say, Lord, I don't know how you're saving me. I don't know how you got your hands on me. Let me tell you something. Don't let the devil get in your head. We mess up sometimes. But our gracious God picks us up. Remember I said the potter saw a vessel that had been broken by the winds and the rain? That's us. God knows our frame. He knows we are dust. And he will continue to pick us up and help us until the day of perfection. That's the kind of God we serve. Thank God for Jesus' love because he didn't leave Peter like that. He didn't leave him wallowing in hopeless discouragement and depression. And if you follow me on this podcast, you know Mary Magdalene was the first one, a woman no less, at the tomb when Jesus died and was put in this tomb, Mary saw him risen first. And what did Jesus tell her? Oh my God. He said, go tell the disciples and Peter because he wanted to make sure that Peter didn't stay down but got up. Get up, Peter. Get up. I got work for you to do. Woo, my Lord. Jesus took this broken man, this broken vessel, and forgave him. And then he recommissioned him. He said, Peter, when they had finished breakfast, this is in John 21, 15 through 17. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, then feed my lambs. And then he said to him a second time, as if he hadn't already asked it. Because remember, Peter denied him three times. He said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. I just told you. And he said, then tend my sheep. And then he said to him a third time, oh, bless his name. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now Peter was grieved. Like, okay, Lord, what, what kind of game we playing here? Uh, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. And you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, then feed my sheep. Oh my God. And that's what Peter's doing right now. He's feeding us the sheep. Woo, bless his name. So, so because of, or in light of, these beautiful pictures of what God has done for us, we now need to do something for God. And Peter again, 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. He said, beloved. See, when he said beloved, he's talking to the Christians, the real Christians, not you fakers. You, you know, come on. I, 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 I digress. I'm not going there. 
He says, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh. Peter knows where our weaknesses are, our wicked weaknesses. Huh? He says, which rage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable. Don't be caught with them doing what they do. That was the old life. That was the broken vessel. Jesus has picked you up. You were marred. He has made you whole. So that when they speak of you as evildoers, don't let it be true. Let them see your good deeds and glorify God. Hallelujah. Beloved, I urge you. I strongly suggest in light of where God has brought us from. Since we are the living stones in a building that will never be destroyed. I said we're eternal. Since we are royal priesthood and a chosen race and a holy nation. I'm naming all those beautiful pictures of us. Hallelujah. Since we are a people for God's own possession who have received mercy. And since we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses that Paul talked about in Hebrews 11. Hallelujah. My Lord. We owe it to God to live a certain way. Our behavior ought to match up the divine benefits which we have received. We have been infused with strength from on high. Can we at least show it? You see, for the world, this is their playground. But this is not our home. We're just passing through. Oh, my God. Huh? They are expected to be and do vile things. And lust after everything. This is their world. This is their toys. This is their playground. But for us, we are waging a war on the world. We are waging a war on the flesh. And we are waging a war on the devil. Because we are not ignorant of his devices. We know he's coming after us to devour us like a roaring lion, to sift us like wheat. And if we don't wage war, they will overpower and overtake us. My, my, my. We can't get caught up in sin. We can't get caught up in shame. We cannot get incapacitated by the results of sin. And you know why Peter's preaching so hard right now? Because Peter got caught up. He denied the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why he's preaching so vehemently. 
He wants to help us live the life that God requires. So, so, so Peter, how do we do this? Peter said, oh, let me tell you. Here are some suggestions. Peter says, Number one, first, live a clean life. This ain't no playground for you. Don't you run buck wild. Don't you dare think for a second that a little sin doesn't matter. That's number one. Unbelievers are watching and listening to us. We live out our faith before a watching world. Hmm? We must abstain. This will get their attention. Yeah, let them run buck wild. Huh? <laughs> My pastor used to say, if they put me in a room with a naked woman and I know I'm married, he said, I'm not standing there. I'll bust out of that room. I'll bust out the windows. I'll bust out because I'm not standing there. I'm not going to be put in that position. <laughs> he said that, <laughs> but but I, I, I guess he got caught in that room. I, I, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. We cannot and we must not live like them. Huh? Uh, 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 it, it, it will prove that with God to help, it is possible to say no to the world, to bust out of that room. It is possible to say no to the flesh and no to the devil. We cannot and we must not live like them. Number two, these are Peter's suggestions huh? to show God our thanksgiving. Let no one say that Christian is a crook. Don't you leave any room for slander. If they lie on you, let it be a lie. Live in such a way that no one believes what they say about you. The most convincing evidence of our integrity is not our denial, but how we've lived. Number three, you remember that story of the Good Samaritan? Did you know that was a priest and a deacon from the temple? that first walked up on that man who had been robbed and beaten and laid down in the street. The priest crossed the street. Yeah, the minister, the pastor, crossed the street. He said, I ain't trying to help him. Huh? And then here come the deacon. The deacon looked over there and saw him and said, mm -mm, cross the street. He said, I'm not trying to help him. A non-believer came along, saw him, and said, oh my God, man down. R.A., code three. That's rescue ambulance. Of course, they didn't have no ambulances back then. So he played the paramedic. He started fixing up the man and bandaging the man, took off his tunic and wrapped it around him, and then dragged him over to an inn and told the man in the inn, listen, finish helping him with your first aid kit. And here, here's some money. And if it runs out, you know I come through here all the time. I'll give you more if you just continue to take care of him until he gets well. And that man was a Samaritan. These are the ones that 
the Jews hated. These were the ones that the Pharisees hated. They called them dogs. But this dog helped this stranger. And that's what Jesus expects us to do is be good Samaritans. Oh, isn't it funny how we can judge others? Why are we judging them? Maybe we're jealous. Maybe we're envious. Huh? Maybe we wish we were like them because they're real and we are not. Huh? Let me, let me move on. You know I get carried away. Number four, never forget they are always watching. The world is looking. Co-workers are looking. Neighbors are looking. Friends are looking. Relatives are looking. And they're looking to find fault. Because you've changed. You left them where they were, where you used to be. The Spirit of the Lord moved on you. And now you're a beautiful picture. And they are wondering if we believe what we say is true in our lives. And they figure like, why should I change my life when <laughs> this fool over here, he talking about he know Jesus, don't look like Jesus helped him. Don't let that be said. Number five, Peter is saying to us, don't you know there is hope beyond your failure? Hope beyond your mistakes? Hope beyond your guilt. There is hope beyond your pain. And there is hope beyond your hurt. There is hope beyond what you think of yourself. Don't let the devil get in your head and mess you up and mess you over and tell you God doesn't care. God is for us. We are his building blocks. What did Paul say in Romans 8, 31 through 39? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he also graciously give up all things? How will he not do that? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn then if God justifies? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised from the dead. Hallelujah for the love of Jesus. Who is it then? Is that at the right hand of God? Jesus Christ himself. Who indeed is interceding for us? Jesus Christ himself. Who then shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Shall divorce? Shall distress? Shall financial problems? Shall illness? Shall bereavement? Or persecution? Or famine? Or nakedness? Or danger? Or sword? No, it is written, for your sakes we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, my God. 
For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth. In other words, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. With God on our side, huh? Like this, how can we lose? We cannot let the world or the flesh or the devil phase us. We're on the winning team. Hallelujah. The victory has already been won. We just got to go through the battles. Sometimes up and sometimes down. Sometimes almost level to the ground. But oh, by the grace of God, I'm getting up. Woo! I'm climbing up on the rough side of the mountain. My, my, my. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. You've shown us some beautiful pictures. Oh, you picked us up from a mighty low place. By your grace, by your mercy, you saved us even from ourselves. Sometimes, Lord, the enemy is not the world of the flesh of the devil. Sometimes the enemy is us. We are our own worst enemy. Take us now. Take us out of denial. Take us out of self and help us to become like Christ. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And thank you for the answer and the blessing. And as they say, in jest, but actually in reality, in amen and amen, <laughs> amen again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries. Weekly Encouragements by Nam Ware. You can get it on podcasts, Apple or Spotify. And you know what? You need to tell a friend. Save a soul from death. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs>